Hey, it's Bill Simmons. Did you know I've had my podcast for 15 years? Do you know that it is the most downloaded sports podcast of all time? Did you know I have guests from the sports world, from the culture world, people who work for The Ringer, people outside The Ringer, celebrities, experts, you name it. It's on my podcast three times a week, late Sunday night, late Tuesday night, late Thursday night, the Bill Simmons podcast. Check it out on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. <laughs> Jill Road, look at Jill Road, man. Hi everyone, welcome to Rise House on Ringer FC. I hope you're all safe and well. We are recording this ahead of the Champions League, so the Stadio Boys will be covering that, so do not worry. Today we've got a very special guest, Netherlands and Wolfsburg player Jill Rod to talk about her move to Germany, their upcoming game in Barcelona, and more. Plus, we'll talk about Leah Williamson being named England captain for the upcoming Euros. And my guest is born to do it, Floyd Hughes. <laughs> Hello, uh, hello, yeah. My, what's happening, uh, Flo? My Craig David uh, <laughs> impersonation tour continues. To, it's going to be in a local uh, high street, local town centre near you. I'm going to be doing some Craig David, uh, yeah, tribute act. You know what was really cool is that I was looking through like pictures the other day because, you know, I have to delete some pictures and then I came through to our pictures where we were at the Premier League and it was like daddy taking his daughter to, to <laughs> yeah, work day. Yeah, it was. Day. It was daddy taking <laughs> daughter to work day. And also because I'm like, I'm, I'm tiny. So eat like next to you as well. I look, I look even smaller. I literally look like a child. It was oh. hilarious. But it's a cute picture. It's a, cute it's a picture. sweet picture. So uh, you know the thing is, is that um, Jill Rawls, can I, I, I was quite disappointed she left. Because I think I a lot of fans were, you yeah, know. I think I a quite, lot of fans were gutted yeah. she left. I think that I know that Joe Joe he kind of he played her in like a six. I don't know what he was doing it for. Maybe I don't know what whether he was trying to do it to make her try and play in a way where she can understand 
the pass before it gets to her or whatever. And then, you know, he played her there. Then he played her up front in the 10 leading up. But it, it just didn't, it didn't quite work out. I, I, I don't know for whatever reason he was doing that. But I just felt that when you look at her and what she's got, you know, she had so much more to offer. And now we're, we're kind of seeing it. We're seeing it at, at Wolfsburg. You know, she's, she's, so, she's so good. I think, I, I genuinely believe that she still has another level because I feel that she still plays with a kind of a, um, intensity where she could go to another level of intensity in respect of work rate and just go a bit more. I always feel that when I see her. Yeah, I also think it's, it's difficult because the fact that Montemur left and Idavar was coming meant it was always going to be a, a bit of a transition summer and probably quite a few players were worried about what that might have meant for them going forward. Daniel van der Donk mm. also leaving. like So I think a lot of them realise, you know, maybe this is the right time, change of manager. Who knows if they're going to want to start me. And Edeval brought in a lot of players as well. So mm. it's interesting to think of where, if she had stayed, where would have Jill, Jill fitted in that new team? And, you know, they have they have a really big squad now, you know, so like Jordan Nobbs isn't starting every game. Yeah. Like that's yeah. pretty crazy to think about. Now, obviously we've got Stina Blackstenius. And, you know what I mean? I'm really, I've got really high hopes for her, but I can easily see like Jill Rule playing in that Stina role and Viv playing off of her um, because she's got goals in her. She plays well with her back to goal. She started out as a, as a striker, um, you know, and, you know, now she plays in that, obviously that 10 role and she does, and she does it pretty well, but you know, I'm not saying, oh, I don't sign Stina in this. I'm just saying that when you look back at it, maybe could have had a little bit more patience with it um, and see how she would have played with Viv maybe dropping off of her. Because, you know, look at her now. What's she got? 10 goals? Maybe what's she got? I, I don't know she, how many goals she's got in a minute. 10 goals, two assists or something in the league. So we know that it's somebody that can, she's somebody that can score goals and it's, she's got a lot to offer. And when you look at us at the moment, and now we are, we need more goals. Yeah. And even when she came to, to Kings Mando to play that group game against mm. Chelsea in the, in the first stages of the Champions League this season, she was so good. She mm. was so good. And I was there and I saw Beth was in the stands mm. with Leah Volti, Caitlin Ford, and I think Lydia Williams was mm. with them as well. And they were all in the corner of like the, the end of the Kings Meadow stands behind the goal. Mm -hmm. And obviously there are quite a few, you know, players that they would have known on, on both on both teams. But yeah, I think you could kind of tell that it felt like Jill knew people were watching her and she wanted to impress. And yeah. she was good that day and she was she'd been very good. She was very good in both those both, both those legs. Both against legs because like honestly, Flo, when um, me and Roscoe was watching the game and I remember even just watching the way she was warming up, she was warming up with a kind of an energy was like, Yeah man. yeah, yes, I'm here. Like I'm a point back. to prove. A it point to exactly prove. was a point to prove. And obviously I thought that she she, I thought she done she done very well in both the games. I thought that Wolfsburg at our place, you know, we seemed like we were kind of at full tilt, whereas they looked to me like they had another gear to go up to. They they seemed like that we put them under a bit of pressure. Obviously, Lotta scored that goal and we got the goal. I thought it was deserved on the day, but they looked to me like they could have played a lot better on the day. And in the second leg, I just felt that they they were just they were just a lot better than us. How do you think they'll get on against Barcelona? It's going to be tough, but simply because 
they're, they're going to have to Barcelona keep the ball. You know, if we're talking, if we're going to try and compare teams and teams that keep balls like the old Barcelona teams, Xavi Iniesta teams, like Pep, the Pep, Pep, and the way Pep wants to play, the way Barcelona play, it is the 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 Barcelona way. Cruyff keeping the ball, you know what I mean, movement and stuff like that. And unless you can find a way to disrupt that by pressing, which they're very good at, Wolfsburg, but how good can you be and how long can you keep that up is what's going to be the question that you you have to ask as to putting Barcelona in a situation flow where they're uncomfortable enough to lose confidence in what they're doing. Because remember, these teams, the Barcelona's the great Barcelona team, the Pep teams, they do not... Um, they do not diverse from what they do. So you're going to have to do some serious pressing, some serious pressing to make them feel like, oh my God, we're uncomfortable. So how long can you keep that up for? So that's what they've got to do. That noise, that noise that, is going to oh. be crazy. I was going to say, I've never been there. I couldn't get out no. to Barcelona for that, no. for that Real Madrid Champions League game. Have you oh. ever watched a game there? What's it like there? I've watched a game there. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. The noise, you can't hear yourself speak. If you try to speak to somebody next to you once the noise kicks in. I think the most I've played in was 90 odd thousand at Wembley. I don't even know what Wolfsburg's home attendance will be. But let me tell you something. It will not be. I think they got, I think they got about 11,000 for that Arsenal right. second leg. So probably similar tell- if they go into the so, main stadium. Right. But the thing is, is that we're talking about a level of attendance that even some men players have not experienced. Now, you're going to have to deal with that. And I feel that the Barcelona players are going to have to deal with that as well because I don't think many of them will have dealt with that, have have experienced that on a regular basis. And so it's up to the Wolfsburg players to try and, how can I say, you've got to immerse yourself in the situation flow. Like I remember when we had to go and play Italy in 97, it was 89,000, something like that. And we had to try and win the game or draw the game to qualify for the World Cup. And you, you, you walk out, Flo, and it's hazy. The noise is weird. You can't make out any faces. It's a strange noise. You literally can't hear from me to two, three yards away from me, Teddy Sheringham or Bex or whoever it was. You cannot, you have to literally shout at the top of your voice for them to hear you. And people don't understand that. People don't understand that that's happening. So this is what those ladies are going to have to deal with. And then they're going to have to try and stick to their game plan, right? Against a Barcelona side that will be, that have got 100,000 people, hopefully by the time this is, um, the game goes out, that are vying for them to win. It's a lot to go against. And if Wolfsburg can turn that round, it will be amazing. Because this Barcelona side, Side what I saw play against Arsenal earlier on in the season and that flow, they were they were absolutely fantastic. Mm. I think Real absolutely Madrid. I think fantastic. Real Madrid did did really well in that first leg in their home mm. leg of that quarterfinal tie to disrupt things, and they found themselves with a lot more of the ball than mm. they probably would have expected, and they felt and they found Barcelona kind of chopping them down, yeah. trying to disrupt the play, and they looked so good. And then yeah, but it's good that Barcelona have got that side of their game as well, though. Flo. Yeah, they, yeah. they'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, and then that penalty, a pretty dodgy penalty, kind yes. of just completely flipped things. If it hadn't mm. been for that, I don't know what that result would have been. But I think it probably is 
brings a little bit of hope to Wolfsburg that they see what Real Madrid across those did across those two legs and think, okay, we can disrupt if anything. Mm. We can disrupt and score goals, and then we'll just have to see what happens. You, you know, you know what I'm I'm pleased for, and unfortunately Arsenal couldn't quite get past the Wolfsburg. But I just want the women to play in games of this stature. I, I can't tell you what it will do for them in respects of the experience. Because like I say, for me to play in that um, vicinity, in that kind of capacity and with those kind of crowds, it was an FA Cup final. It was a World Cup qualifier. It's, it's the games that you, when you're a kid, you say, oh, I want to play in that game because it's, that's what it's about. And I just want it to get to a stage for the ladies game where a lot more of them are experiencing that kind of experience. Mm. Because that's what takes you to the next level. That's what takes you there, playing in games of that stature. Having now seen quite a few of the teams in Europe, Barcelona, mm. Real Madrid, Wolfsburg, mm. how far do you think Arsenal are from winning the Champions League again? We're not close as I'd like us to be. I didn't fancy us in the second leg because the way that Wolfsburg played in the, in the first leg, I thought that they were there for the taking. I didn't think we'd done enough. I feel that unless we get to that level, so as we know that when we're playing against that calibre of team, it's got to be quicker. It's got to be do, ruthless. Do you think that comes, like in your experience, that, does that come through having a, a group together longer or do you think there's more additions that need to join the side to get that? More additions uh, with the group, the same group, because when you've got a group that, that's experienced that, they've played against Barcelona, they've played against Wolfsburg, and I'm sure that when they went into the Wolfsburg game, they may have thought, yeah, we've got a chance here, and why wouldn't you? You're on the same pitch, you've got a chance, of course you have, but then you've got to go out there and you've got to show what you're, you're, you're doing. You've got to be capable of, of executing. And what I saw in the first game is that we didn't, we are a couple of players away and we just need to just like sharpen everything up with the way we're passing. Flo, we're not close enough. And I think it's going to take us a, 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 a couple, maybe a couple more seasons to get there. Should we get Jill in the house? Let's get Jill in the house. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. <laughs> <laughs> Jill Road, look at Jill Road, man. Broke Arsenal's hearts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you played so well in those games. How are you? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. You? I'm very, very good. Fifth says hi. I just told her I was speaking Did to you. Did you say hi? I said, tell him. I said hi. What's that like? Because like, obviously you lot, you broke their hearts in, in, in that game. So you, you meet up. What's the first thing you say to her? What's the first thing you say to her? 
Mm. Hi, hi, Viv. You okay? Hi, no, <laughs> I spoke to her after the game, actually. Um, no, I mean, she just said uh, you guys deserve the win and uh, good luck yeah. against Barca. She said, have fun against Barca. Mm. <laughs> but no, no, she's, she's good. She's happy. Nice one. I want to say, it's a lot of football at the moment for you. Yeah. A lot of football, yeah? Yeah. How are you coping? Good. I like, I like games. I don't, I'm not really... I'm. Uh, I like to play games. I'm not really into training, so I'm happy if we have uh, <laughs> many games. What's the worst bit? What's the worst bit about training? Warm up. Warm up. Warm up. Yeah. Oh my god, Jill! I remember we went because we used to go to Sweden a lot. We used to have to do that warm up where we we'd go and we'd do the preseason. We'd see the Swedish guys, and when we'd go, the Scandinavian they'd warm up all together. So all of a sudden, we had to start doing it. I hated warm up because what I used to do, I used to have a warm bath, do some stretches, come out and play. Yeah, I hate well, I hate warm up. Yeah, same. And nowadays we have to be, or at least in Germany, the preactivation is so important. So we have to be forty-five minutes before we go out. We have to be in the gym, and wow. I mean it's optional, but. I have to be there anyway. And then everybody does push-ups and gym exercise. And then we go out. Then we do a warm-up for 30 minutes. And then we start. And then I'm lost. Jeez. It's harder. Yeah. What's the, the best bit of training then? If, mm. if warm-up's the worst, do you have your favorite where it's like, is it just where you can actually just take shots, free kicks? Like, what's the best What's the best bit? Uh, I Yeah, I like uh, positional games, like Rondo. Mm. Or, or small games or uh, and finishing. That's what I like. Mm, it's nice. You know, I was going to ask you, I should have asked you before, how's everybody? How's Davey? How's Boyd? How's everybody? Good. Really good. Yeah. I Everything see them. Cool? Uh, yeah. I see them a lot more now because it's only uh, two and a half hours away from, uh, mm. from Wolfsburg. So. Do you drive across? Do you drive a lot to see them? Okay. Uh, I like my uh, my peace and quiet as well, so I don't do it that much. But they come to me uh, now and then, mm-hmm. and they watch a lot of games. You know, I was going to say so because we, we have to deal with it, Flo. We have to go into the Arsenal, the Emirates, and you know some nice stuff, some nice tackles with Kim. How how was that coming back like that? You know, Jill, because I watched the both games and. I've got to say, I was quite impressed with um, with how Wolfsburg dealt with it. They seem to be in total control of both of those games. Obviously, Lotta scored a nice goal at the end, but I thought you lot could have put that game out of sight in that in in the first game, Jill. Yeah, I think the first game we I don't think we played that good the first game. Um, mm. Obviously, for me, it was really special. I haven't I hadn't seen or spoken to many of the girls uh, since I left, so. I felt, yeah, it was nice to see everyone and and play there, but I don't think we played that well, but still we scored early. So we were Mm. like, we have to just uh, defend, take control of the game. We did it pretty well, but then obviously they scored at the end. Um, And then the home game, uh, yeah, we just decided to to press them fully. Mm. Um, And that went, yeah, that worked out really well. And I think we had full control the pretty much the whole game, yeah. And what's it like playing against your former team? Obviously, I know you wouldn't have had the opportunity to probably play at the Emirates before, but do you ever have one of those moments where you're like accidentally maybe walking into the wrong change room? Like, oh, no, that's not, the, that's not, that's not the team I'm meant to be hanging out with. Or is it quite, like, is it quite easy? No, it's quite easy, actually. It's just, it's just a game. And also, 
said to myself, I didn't want to think about it that much. Um, mm. But it's funny if you have like with Kim, I had some tackles and some duels and with Katie. Yeah, yeah I did. But that's, <laughs> yeah. But it was I, cool. Yeah, it was funny. And then, yeah, we laughed uh, a couple of times. Yeah, you know, the thing with that, Jill, is that when I saw some of the tackles and some of the vibe, I was thinking, wow, is there something, you know, because like, how, how did they get on as teammates before? Because like, there's no love lost in those, in that, those tackles and those little interactions. It's really, but was you, you know, a cool afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, cool. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm cool with everyone. And I told Kim as well, I thought she played really well. I, yeah. I told her after the game, yeah. Leaving Arsenal, because the way it went for you, especially under Joe, when you first started, because I remember he started, you used kind of playing in and around the number six, yeah. and then you had to go up to, you know, playing off the central strike. What was it like those early times under Joe? Because I felt like you, we could, we didn't see the best Jill Rod. No, I agree. No, I remember coming in, I played, I think the first season, I didn't even play at the 10, maybe mm. two or three times, but I yeah. always played on a six also because Leo Valti was injured. But yeah, he, he put me on a six uh, many times. And I mean, that's fine, but that's not my... My quality no, so it, is to no. score goals and to be around the box. And then the second season when I came in, I started at the 10 and I scored a lot. Um, then I got injured and I was out for a while. And then I didn't really get back into it that good again. Um, yeah, but how was you feeling that time? Was you feeling like this isn't working out? Did you, was, did you ever feel that kind of vibe? Not really, but I also didn't feel like that was the best place for me to okay. to stay to develop mm -hmm. uh, and i think here at Wolfsburg, for example uh, there aren't many types in a team like me we have everything we have uh, <laughs> we have on the sixes we have very defensive players and i think my role is um yeah, it's very needed because we don't mm -hmm. really have a that yeah player. i don't know you feel like you've got more of a role and responsibility yeah yeah and i miss that feeling at arsenal and that's also why why I chose to to go, yeah. To go. So 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 when you was leaving, you it, it was it was it was the right time to leave, and it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've got unfinished business here, but like I should, I I need to leave. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't planned because I had uh, another year left. But Wolfsburg came, and um, first I was like, no, I'm not interested mm. at all, because I also felt like I wasn't finished at Arsenal but then uh, I spoke to them um, and I just got a feeling like I should do this um, mm -hmm. and I want to do this and then it worked out and um, yeah I think it was it was the right choice yeah and how do you feel about Wolfsburg playing Barcelona because oh yeah, God, I'm Barcelona is all yeah, the top everyone of the talks about semi-final and, and, and also the the new camp as well like they've sold mm -hmm. out that game yeah that's a dream no, that's a dream, absolutely. And I, I mean, um, yeah, semi-final, uh, big stadium, and I feel like we have nothing to lose. Mm. Um, and that's a nice feeling as well. I just want to enjoy the enjoy the game. And I think mm. we have a lot of, I think that we have opportunities because I think the way we play is very unpleasant for Barcelona with a lot of power and mm. speed up top. So we'll see. What's the most you've ever played in front of? Oh, I think that was, I don't even know. Maybe maybe during the Euros in 2017 yeah, something or something like, like, like I that. Think, yeah, maybe 30, 40. 
Wow. But this is like 99,000 seats this have been sold. This is like, <laughs> unbelievable. Oh you know something? I'm so excited. Unbelievable. I'm so excited, Jill, simply because this is what it should be about. You see? Yeah. This is what like even Arsenal players and, and, and all the players who are getting to this stage, they should realise the levels now and what's mm-hmm. going on and what's happening in the women's game in respects of fans and people that want to watch. And now you're getting to a level where there's going to be nearly a hundred thousand people there. Did you ever yeah. think in your time with, you know, coming up and the way you had to get to the, the levels that you've got to, that you would play in front of a hundred thousand people maybe? No, absolutely not. Uh, I mean, I hope for it, obviously, but not right now. I feel like mm. it's even early. So, um, no. I want to ask you about um, Serena Vigman as well, obviously now coaching England and man, the difference she's made already in such a yeah. short, short space of time. And I know obviously you guys as a team had such a special bond with her. It was a really emotional goodbye after Tokyo. So what's she like to work with and, and why is she so damn good at her job as well? Yeah, no, I think obviously she's very passionate. Uh, and I think the combination is really good with her and Ariane. They are very good together. Um, tec- the tactics are always really good and they're always prepare everything very well but yeah I don't know I think she's just uh, obviously she has been a football player as well and she sees the game really good and she also knows how to how to treat the people um, mm. yeah she's funny as well um, she's really yeah. funny like I yeah, think I think I think um, I think England needed that because she has this way of if she thinks your question as a journalist is stupid, yeah. she won't she won't tell you it's stupid, but she'll just sort of say, mm, "I don't think so." Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's really good and it's really funny, and I think people appreciate it because yeah. you're like she's laughing at me, but. I'm also laughing at myself, so this is quite funny. <laughs> yeah, no, but she has a really she knows what she wants, and she's really good in uh, telling the the team what she wants. Um, mm. And everybody knows their role very well, so there's no confusion or no uh, chaos or anything. Winning that that home Euros with her as well, like where oh, were mm. what place were Holland in when she started? leading you guys and obviously she stepped up from assistant role initially didn't she and, and yeah. then how did what was the difference like in that time that she was there yeah when I joined the team she was assistant coach so we and and then she uh took over um I think we were I, don't, I have no idea we were very <laughs> the underdog I would say going into the tournament um and I mean yeah I don't know nobody expected us to to come that far to win mm. Uh, but I have to say, we also had a really have a really good team, uh, very good players, and I think what she did really well is is um, yeah show the team uh, the confidence and everything. Mm. That's what she did really well, and then we kept growing and growing and came into came in a flow and we won. Jill, remember when we we had the interview a little while back, and I was saying you should be you should be aiming for for twenty goals. Yeah. You got what well, you got 10 now, 10 goals to assist or something. In the league, like yeah. In the league. How many altogether? I saw something yesterday, around 15, I think. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. Man. Uh, I know you you can do 20. Where you're playing, even the goal I saw you score with the Arsenal goal, you was just there, you just clipped it in. I feel that you're a 20 goal a season player. What what are you aiming for when you start the season? Are you aiming for 20? What are you aiming for? I 
get really frustrated if I put numbers on it. Um, but what do you think then? What do you think that you no, should be doing? I, if I go in a game, I mm-hmm. I always I want to score. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter what game it is, and but I always at least want one, and it depends obviously on opponent if it's a. But that's every game I just go in blanco. But I I'm like I need to score today. Yeah, but you need you need to score against Barcelona. So you're thinking, yeah, yeah I need depends to score on against Barcelona. Yes, you need to score against Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I need to score every game, definitely. Yeah, you know. So Leah, Leah's been made captain of England. Yeah. When you when you played with her, is she somebody you can see that? Oh, okay, yeah, I could see that. Or wow, that was a surprise for me. Which one did you? Which one was you thinking? I was like, what is this? No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Leah's, uh, no, Leah's a leader type, and um, I think if you uh, look how she plays, like her, um, her body language, she's she's a leader. She's very mm. calm, and but also always she talks a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So I completely understand. She's young as well, so she will be, she will stay the captain for a while. I assume if she's doing well, but uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, I already thought Serena would do that because I spoke. Uh, with Serena about Leah a while ago, and then uh, yeah, she's a she's a fan. She was sussing her out from through you. Yeah, she was trying to find out what she's about yeah. through you. Are yeah. you guys as well? Obviously, you know so many of the England girls from your time at Arsenal, and and so many of your teammates mm-hmm. do as well. Are you guys? Do you want to spoil the home Euros party for England? Are you are you up for that challenge? Absolutely, they should do. They should. Do Absolutely, it. you have to. <laughs> I would, of course, I would hate it if they won it. I mean, <laughs> obviously, we want to win, and then um, our coaches left us, went to England. That, yes. that would be shit. A, oh my gosh! You know the thing is, is now you say that as well, Jill. Is yeah, there's a lot for the Dutch camp to feel like. Right, come on. Yeah, let's, abso- let's, no, absolutely. Yeah. You, know? you guys got you guys got a tough group as well, probably. Mm. Probably one of the hardest, it's a tough group, a hard yeah. one of the hardest groups in the Euros. How did you, as a group, feel when you saw that that those teams come together? I have a lot of confidence in my team, and I think if we are in a good shape mentally mm. and physically, there shouldn't be a, an issue. So I think it's completely up to us. Um, I think Sweden is obviously a tough one. Um, normally, we can win that, and the other teams we should win that. So. We should be fine, but it, it's a big tournament. So mm. I didn't expect anything to, it's not coming easy anyway. So, so you, you've, you've been in England, you've lived in England. You're back now, obviously in Wolfsburg, you're close to, to Holland. Is there any time you maybe come back? Will you come back to London just to hang and chill and do stuff or? Yeah. I mean, if I have, if I have time, I would definitely do it. I love London. I think London mm. is amazing. People are always very nice, open. Um, so I uh, definitely want to go there soon and see some mm. uh, old teammates. I don't know if you've already spoken about it yet, and there's probably only so much you can share, but how are you going to unseat Barcelona from that, that throw? Yeah, because man, everyone just... wants you to do it. Everyone wants you to yeah, do it. So, I'm yeah. so desperate what can you, to do it, and I want you, you to share score. With us? Tell, us, tell us what mm. you can share with us. Um, obviously, we haven't really spoken about it yet because um, we went, we're at, at the FIFA window now. Mm. I think um, I think we're gonna yeah just uh, attack Disrupt. them yeah Disrupt. exactly play how we play I mean that what makes them so good is when they have the ball obviously mm-hmm. so we need to make sure they don't 
uh, they don't have to ball that much. And I think we should bring up power, our energy, and, and our speed. A high press. Top. A yeah. high press. Stop them. Stop them from. If source. I'm the coach, I'm not. But that's what I. That's <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm gonna say. I'm so excited for you because. Obviously, when you left, I was very disappointed, but you're doing great. Mm -hmm. You know, your semifinals of the Champions League. I hope you can get to the to the finals and do um, everything you want and achieve everything you want. But I, I just, I'm, I'm just really pleased that you came and talk, talk to us today. I'm really good to see. You. I saw when you came out at the Emirates, you you had a vibe. There was there was a vibe <laughs> like yeah. <man." laughs> I remember I was sitting next to my manager and I said, bro, look at Jill Rule, man. Jill Rule's got some vibe there, man. in her pink hair. In the pink, in pink hair, she was ready to go. <laughs> she was standing doing that stuff, looking around. I said, Jill's ready to play, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm really pleased that it's gone well for you, Jill, because yeah, like I say, you. you know, to make that move and go across there, I'm really pleased it's going well for you and I hope that you can finish it off. So Thank thanks you. for joining us. I appreciate that. Yeah, Jill Rule. Genau, yes. Ciao. Remember. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, Get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Flo, Leah Williamson, England captain for the Euros. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted for her. I'm it delighted was destined, for you know. I think it, so. One of those people that just, I think so many people looked at her and thought from day one, this woman is destined to be England captain. And mm. you see all the pictures of her as a mascot and an England shirt mm. for Kelly Smith. Like yeah. all the paths, all the, the boxes that she's ticked up along the way, it was only ever going to be this way. Be. So mm. yeah, I think it's amazing. It's amazing. I, um, I, I just, the thing with me from the start though, Flo, why not just say it? Yeah, I know, I know, just... I know, I know. It's 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 a weird one because you could kind of tell that Serena Vigman wanted it to be her for a very long time, but yeah. there was this kind of awkward transition that they didn't want to take it off Steph, and they didn't want it to be awkward within the group. But then it was like, let's just do it. Yeah, but the funny it's funny because I remember I, I was reading the other day when um, Casey Stoney had to pass it on to Steph Houghton, and she mentioned how out hard it was for her to do that but it's the right thing because mm. at the time I think it was Samson um, who mentioned that he's looking more to the future and I wouldn't expect anything um, less classy from someone like Casey Stoney who totally understood and, and passed it over to, to Steph Houghton in a way that was so classy you know this is obviously very devastating for me but I know that this, you're the future for England you're the future captain 
and hopefully you can go on to lead us to, to, to great stuff and stuff like that. And that's class. And you're hoping that, you know, because Steph, unfortunately, injuries, you know what I mean? She's not been able to get herself back in and, you know, Serena's gone with Leah and stuff like that. And you're just hoping that it can be passed over in that manner. Yeah, I think I think Steph's Steph's statement that she put, I think on Instagram and probably Twitter as well. I think it was I think it was really a really good statement, kind of looking to the future and saying, "Look, I know that it's going to be really hard for me to get fit, and you know that is, in a way, you know the the right thing to do is to give someone else the opportunity. I've had a great run, um, but it's better for the team as a whole to pass it on to the next generation. So I feel like she's in a way kind of realised that." Her time has come, and she had the armband for ages. Like you know, she had it for ages with distinction. Yeah, and I think it's important as well. I I think you know, Regman was quite clear from day one that she wanted a new captain anyway. You know that she was considering her options, and I think that's important as well when you when you've got a new era starting with a new coach who's doing things differently. I think you also do need a new captain to go with that. I think it's hard to transition. Yeah, bringing that new era. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. think I think it's important that they kind of can now set the record straight and just focus on the Euros. There's no more debate about who the captain's going to be and they can just get on with it. The, th- the thing is as well, Flo, is um, I remember speaking to Shearer, we've had a couple of Guinnesses and we've talked to stuff and he says, you know, um, the England captaincy is easily, easily the greatest honour he's ever had in his life. And, I, that's interesting know- because I, I always wonder how much people really care because you know when there's a whole debate about Mm. Harry Kane being England captain and everyone's like what does it all mean like at the end of the day they need to win matches Mm. and like the captaincy you know how much difference does it make but actually I think when sometimes you think it's a cliche when the players say it's the greatest honour of all time but actually it's amazing to hear them say no genuinely it's like the one thing I always remember you can see and the thing is is that um, you know being in the dressing room Especially when you see somebody get it for the first time, when they put when they put it on, it's you're you're captain of your country. You know, we're talking about going out to battle for your country, but it's in a sporting arena. You are leading. You're the general. You're the one that's leading your country out. You're the one who's been given the the responsibility of leading your country. I was just proud of the fact that I was out there representing my country. So when you speak to Sharon, he says, it's the greatest thing ever. When you're, when you're losing it, obviously, you know, you pass it on to the next incumbent and you think to yourself, good luck and carry on. Look at Beckham. Remember Beckham? When, when Beckham was no longer captain, he was crying. He cried because this is the ultimate honour. You're, you're happy. I was happy to be able to get to the level of playing for England. To get to the level to play for England, then you are be, becoming the captain of England. Goes to another level. Who was, who so, was the best captain you worked with? In, like, in a football career? Yeah, in football career. Like in, T- uh, England or, or, or Arsenal? Tony, Tony Adams. Tony Adams is a born captain. He's a born leader. You know what I mean? Tony Adams went through what he went through in respects of his private life and what he went on off the field and stuff. But in respect of somebody that's leading men, Tony Adams. And if there was somebody else I could say, I'd probably want to play under, it would be Roy Keane. Because these two people, these two guys in the heat of battle, they don't care, Flo, about anything to do with 
anything other than winning that game and what is going to help you to win that game. The, you know what, what, I mean? what, I, what I like as well about, um, about Roy Keane is that like ride or die mentality is that, you yeah. know, even if you're the one in the wrong in a situation, mm. that guy would kill for you. Yeah, he he would. would kill yeah. for you. And that is an amazing feeling to know that someone it's has so, your back like that. And it's the same with Tony. Tony, I remember we used to, because people, before you go out of the dressing room flow, people make, there's certain people who make a lot of noise. Yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> right. And like to the point where you're like, whoa, man, you know, just fucking Smash chill out, head bro. against the locker. Yeah, like. That kind of stuff. It's that kind of stuff. And you know what? Tony Adams, if he heard that it went to the, a level where people are doing that, he would say, do your job, your job. When you, get across, when you get across that white line, do your job. That's the last thing Tony Adams would say before the dressing room when we're walking out. What he wanted you to understand was, if you do exactly what the boss has asked you to do, your job, we're going to be okay. Did he ever call you out? Tony Adams? Yeah. All the time, yeah. Yeah. Not holding the ball up well enough. You know, not making the runs. All the time. But like, the thing is, is that... I would be, maybe I haven't made a run or whatever it is, but it's not because I'm like, oh, can't be bothered to make that run. It's maybe, oh, I should have made that run. I didn't. It's the kind of thing where if like, if a defender's got the ball and the fuck and the line is high and I've not made the run, when we come in at halftime, he says, what the fuck are you doing? How are we supposed to get out if you're not going to make those runs? Defenders are hoping you don't make those runs. So you are actually playing into their, their hands for us. You make the runs. What do you think Leah's like in the change room? I would love to know what she's like in there. Is she like a do your job or is she a mm. chill, like, come on, guys, let's... I, when you speak... To, yeah, but you've spoken to Leah and yeah. you see her. She's, she's not somebody that... We, we look at her, she seems very calm, mm. very composed. She's obviously very intelligent. But she's quite old school uh, at the same time, you know? She's got an old school vibe about yeah. her. And you know what I like about her is that she's... She's hardcore, man. Yeah. You see her going into a challenge. If she could leave a bitch, I saw her. Put, she gets her elbows out. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw her put like a Brighton player. I think oh, it was. yeah. Into the, into the hoardings. Into the hoardings. <laughs> She'll do that. No problem. Yeah. I believe that she's somebody that they will respect simply because she's a warrior. Right. They see how she plays and they see how she speaks. She leads by example. She's not a shouter and screamer. But what she does, she leads by example and she will say the right thing at the right time. And there's no way that Serena's going to take her as captain if she hasn't seen those traits. She's not, she's not, she's not a phony. She's not a phony. Yeah, I imagine she'll, you know, obviously they've announced this as, as captaincy for the Euros, but I imagine mm. she is going to probably be England's captain for, for a few years For a pretty now. long time, yeah. Yeah. You know, where, where do you think she's going to play, Flo? Because like, I think that someone, you look at, Alex Greenwood, for me, is being the find of the season in respect to centre-half because obviously City have got Demi Stokes and she's going to be the left-back. To be able to put Alex Greenwood in as left-sided, naturally left-sided, with the way that she plays out of the back. And then you've got Millie Bright as well, who I think is fantastic. She's had a really that, good season as well. Yeah, she's had a fantastic season, especially that diagonal ball. We know that she's a threatening She's a threat in the opposition box. She's, she's brilliant in our box. I think that with Kira and Leah in that midfield, I think that Serena's going to have to find a way 
to make sure that both of them are not sitting. Mm. We're going to need more from one of them. We're going to need one of them to be able to be in advance of the other. We don't need two sitting in a line and then hope that the person who's playing 10, I don't know who that would be, Ella Toon. I don't know, Beth. I don't know who they'll put there because obviously Fran's, Fran's injured. But we, I think we need it to be staggered. We need somebody like Kira Walsh, who just patrols that area. Leah, who can, as long as she's looking at either side of her, if she gets that ball, playing it into that person that's going to start to cause problems, then obviously Chloe Kelly coming back, you know, Lauren Hemp, you know what I mean? We need to be able to activate those players and we need a midfielder who's going to be able to pass it into the areas where them two can get service. Lauren Hemp, um, Chloe Kelly, once she gets back, or Beth Mead, or whoever it's going to be. But like some, that's what I'm interested to, to see, Flo, what we're going to do about Leah playing in that midfield, because obviously that's where she's going to play. Yeah, uh, I, alongside I, think, I, think, I think that's where we've seen her at her best for England since yeah. Wiegmann's come in. And I think that is the right thing to do. I think with centre-back options as well, like England have other options, like they can play... Lots of Moy in that partnership yeah. with yeah. with either Greenwood or or Bright. So I think unlucky that for work. Lotta. Yeah. So unlucky. Lotta. Yeah, it's. I mean, this camp is same this, with Beth England. Yeah, this camp as a whole. You know, Beth England's been so good for Chelsea oh. recently, oh, and her and Neve Charles dropping out with COVID. Hopefully, maybe coming back into oh. it. But Jill Scott as well in that midfield. Mm. She was very good in the Arnold Clark Cup when 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 called upon. So I think as a as a as a kind of disruptor I think she's yeah. a brilliant option off the bench as well England just have mm. good options right now like if yeah. everyone can stay fit if there's there are some injury issues because we're getting to the end of the season people are you know kind of sore and and, and managing knocks but the squad at the moment is there's a mm. lot of depth there it seems there. strong it seems strong but like I say I'm, I'm, with Leah I'm, um, I'm really pleased for her I've, being captain of a home Euros I, I can't even get into the headspace of how she, how proud she'll be. I just hope that, you know, that we can, we, we, we can just, we can go deep. I want to win it. it. I want to win it. I do. I, I want to no, win no, it honestly, so much. Of course I want to win it, but I just want us to go deep. I want her to, you know what I mean? Obviously captain us to go deep and then we can see where it goes because we've seen the Canada's of this world. We've seen Spain. You know what I mean? They're going to be a problem. Germany, Norway, you know, we, we, there's teams like I'm looking forward to watching in in this Euros, but like I do look at our team and I'm thinking from goalkeeper all the way up to striker, you know, I feel that we've got, we've got the components. We definitely have and Leah, Leah like, you know, leading them. I, I, I feel really confident. I agree. We're going to win it. It's coming home. Listen, Flo, when am I going to see you again? In your mustard hat? In, 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 my mu- in some kind of mustard clothing at some point in a, in a, <laughs> in a, in a town near you. <laughs> in a town near you. In some form of mustard. I'll see you yeah. soon, my sweetness. All right, I'll see you uh, soon. When I, maybe when I'll take you back. I'll take you to work again, dad yeah. and his daughter. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do uh, take your daughter to work day soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. And I'll tell them, do it on a Friday so we can have flip-flop Friday with my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon. All right, see you soon. Okay, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Thank you very much to Flo Lloyd Hughes. I love her. Thank you very much to Jill Rood. We'll see you again next week. Hopefully your team will win. But I hope my team wins. And if your team doesn't win, I still hope that my team wins so I can be happy. Is that selfish? Yes, that's the way it is. 